Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The World Ablaze. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Monday, October 9th in the year 2023. Over the weekend, as we know, approximately 72 hours ago, there was an invasion into Israel. And this is starting a cascade of events, which I want to go over tonight, of the things that we're seeing and the things to anticipate of what's going to be coming. Middle East is a model where we'll eventually hit our borders, and we have to be aware of this and understand where our anchor points have to be, where you have to sort out things and focus on so that you don't get caught up in this insidious war run by Satanist cultists that want to ultimately destroy Christians across the world. That's the bottom line. So... We have to stay focused, we have to stay anchored in our faith, and we have to stay clear on what our role is here. You're going to have to start girding up with the sword of steel and the sword of faith. This is the times in which we live. Patriots, we want to begin tonight just with a call out to one of our very important sponsors, especially in this hour. This is iTarget Pro. Now, there's lots to be nervous about right now, and this is all over social media. Every time you turn on the news, you see scenes of crime, we see war, we see societal decay. And you just can't run out and buy a gun. That's the big thing. You need to have whatever you get. You have to know how to use it, and you have to know how to use it safely and effectively. If there's ever been an emergency, they're not not going to be prepared. You're not going to be prepared for it if you just pick up the weapon and you try to use it. So, unfortunately, like it or not, we're at a critical time when infrastructure is starting to degrade rapidly, including our, our domestic structure of security. And it's also being infiltrated in a horrible way. You have to be prepared to step up and defend your family, defend your property, and defend your communities. That's the dual-added issue, sort of steel, sort of faith. That's why we have iTarget Pro. So if you want to know how to practice, improve your skills, and not have to go to the range every single day, you want to be able to practice in the comfort of your home, you want to reduce your costs of ammo, all critical things right now, in particular saving ammo, you need to get iTarget Pro iTarget Pro ties to the app. It allows you to use a laser-projecting bullet and dry-fire techniques, which improve your your accuracy. It improves your your focus. It improves your your, uh, trigger pull. All the things you need to be a better shooter, and you can do it in the safety of your home. Plus, you can train your family and your children safely and and gun safety without any harm or concern for that. So go to iTargetPro.com. You're going to get 10% off if you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, and take advantage of this right now. This is an important device to have. It's critical for what, the time in which we live. We need to be improving our skills and being sharp and ready. Terrorists don't care if you're trained or not. They are just coming. And unfortunately, that reality, I wish it was not true, but is true. So head on over to itargetpro.com. That's the letter itargetpro.com. Use your promo code BARDS. Get 10% off. All right, Patriots, let's start with kind of an overview of some of the crazy that is going on. And let's begin with the Middle East. Now, what I want to say here right from the top is there has to be a lot of discernment when you start looking at the Middle East. This is critical to understand. 
The concept of the Jewish state is one of the most convoluted messes in our modern history. The leadership in Israel is a mix of Khazarian and Ashkenazi Jew-type origin people, which are all cultists and Satanists. Let's be very clear. Their book is the Talmud, and it comes from Babylon. Now, the Israelites, there's many of them, and they are been, many of them have been brainwashed into the believing that somehow Jesus is not their Messiah. And I do mean what I'm saying. And this is at the core of the fight because they have elevated up, the Jewish state has elevated up the concept of having an elitist body of, of religious zealots, which are these radicalized, Babylonian-rooted people that call themselves Jews that have taken a blanket covering over the Jewish state and are provoking this war to draw the world into a war so that those that are walking into the revelationist theory will stumble and fall to believe that this is end of times. They are manipulating all of this. And on the other side, you have the Hamas, which is based in a radical side of Islam. They deny Jesus, and they're all out here fighting. So it's two cults fighting another. And what they're ending up doing, the target ultimately, are the Muslims and Christians that have been out here and have not been involved in their stupidity. Let me read this report here. This comes from Keith Woods in an article he wrote. No one is really discussing what sparked this attack by Hamas. The latest attack was called the Al-Aqsa flood by Hamas. This is because the reason given for its timing is Israel allowing Jewish groups to desecrate Al-Aqsa Mosque. Recently, the Israeli government had begun to support extremist Jewish groups attacking and expelling Muslims and Christians from their holy sites. Extremist Jews groups like the like the Temple Institute, believe it is necessary to build the third temple on the site of the Aqsa Mosque to bring about the Jewish Messiah, which many Christians think will be the Antichrist. I would endorse that 100%. These Jewish groups have been trying to, to breed a blemish-free red cow to fulfill prophecy and bring about the end times, even using advanced embryo selection technology to try and breed a sacrificed cow. Recently, in a further escalation against Muslims and Christians, they have been sprinkling heifer's blood on the site. This year, and especially in recent weeks, this antagonism against Muslims and Christians have massively accelerated. Christian churches have been attacked with statues of Jesus desecrated as Jewish settlers believe they must destroy all religious idols in the land to fulfill prophecy. Over the summer, Jewish settlers occupied and attempted to seize by force Christian churches in Israel. It has become, it is, has also become common for these settle, settlers to spit and on and abuse Christians in their in the vicinity on the holy site. As recent, as recent widely shared footage on the social media has demonstrated. Days ago, dozens of settlers stormed the Akasa Mosque to perform uh, Talmudic rituals. Israeli forces, uh, these religious extremists, expelling Palestinian, uh, expelled Palestinian worshippers from their most sacred holy site. This is all extremely relevant context that has been left out of the discussions of the whole focus because individual instances of violence. The ultra-nationalistic Israeli government has been supporting the antagonism of extremist Jewish groups against Muslim and Christians in the Holy Land for years, and this continues to accelerate. It's impossible to have an informed discussion about the conflict while ignoring this. 
And that's the bottom line, and it's absolutely true. We are dealing with the most insidious type of fight. This goes beyond fourth, fifth generation warfare and starts to take us into sixth generation warfare, which includes the spiritual realm. And here's where we're at. You have embedded groups of competing cultist groups that are now out here to ravage innocent civilians. What they're trying to do is for those ultimately over there, the war appears on the surface to be, to be between Israel and Hamas, but at the root is to create a deep and long-term everlasting blood feud between Christians and Muslims so that there can never be a possibility of making peace. All of this to spark the rest of the world into a greater conflict with now you have a declaration being made by the United States, Britain, France, Germany, uh, all to make a statement that they will support Israel. And this gets into the convolution of how they bring in Scripture, talking about how the need to pray and support Israel at all costs. We are called to pray for Jerusalem. We are not called to pray for a Satanist, corrupted government of Israel, which is the same Satanist cult that runs our country, is the same Satanist cult that runs most of the governments in the world. And so we are, they're playing with religious themes, which is going to make this extremely difficult to, to unpack. And they're trying to get to a place where literally the world is brought into an incineration of war for the sole purpose of covering up the tracks of their most heinous crimes, which is children and child sex trafficking, and rolling in a new world government that will wipe out Christianity and put people under a singular rule, which is literally that of the Illuminati and the Ashkenazi Jews. In simple terms, we are being sucked into a fight that is, has no religious basis. It is a fight that we are trying to, that they've played our heartstrings for the love of Israel by Scripture, and they're trying to draw us into a fight that is going to be a quagmire that ultimately will cause, they are hoping will cause a global world war and cause insidious damage and blood rifts for eternity. That's where we have to draw the line. And we really have to draw our line to understand where we stand on this. Now, be clear that this model that you're watching right now in Israel is the same model they're preparing for in the United States. And they're using that as a springboard to come into what I considered a trial balloon and a stressor on our economy and our military to draw the military again into another conflict. Ukraine didn't work. Ukraine has drawn in a massive amount of resources, but Russia countered the attack and snuffed out the I will call it, I was going to call it the Western incursion, but it's really more the, the cultist, Satanist cultist attempt to use Ukraine to spark a global world war, in particular a war between Russia and the United States. That did not happen. And Ukraine has lost. It's had its military gutted. Russia is doing a wonderful job in annihilating the Nazis. Thank goodness. Amen. And they have gone to the core of the bigger things that have been revealed, which we know that there were bioweapons labs there funded by the U.S. and DOD dollars there building out bioweapons that were being deployed not only against Russia, but they, it looks and appears now that that's where they actually incubated and created the COVID process and the vaccine things were there to bring to the United States. All of this ties ultimately to our government. Our government is the, is the military operational wing of the, tri, of the trilateral cities between the Vatican, the city of London, and Washington, D.C. Our military has been deeply corrupted in its leadership. Our military has been working for globalists in its leadership realm, and they've been doing worse is that they've used that the, the mandate of the vaccines to cause permanent damage to our force structure, permanently damaging 
soldiers and making us incapable of having an effective fight in the long term. This is a very real fight that we are in, and it has just gone up a notch over the weekend. This is ultimately at its core, however, a spiritual fight, and you have to keep that azimuth as you look forward here. I've had a lot of conversations on this, and we can see the emotions percolating, especially since Israel's in the fight and people start to react. It's like, I need to pray for Israel. Know where you're praying. Okay, I am all about praying against this and getting people involved with active prayer on this. But here's the reality. What we're praying for is that the Middle East and the Israelis come to see their Messiah as Jesus. That's the core of this. And that's biblical, by the way. It says it will happen. But we have to keep our eyes on that. If you get involved in taking sides on this fight, you will end up getting burned. And it is, it is designed to rift and it's designed to divide and it's designed to, in, to incite feuds between people. And I guarantee you, and you watch, the Anti-Jewish Defamation League, or the Jewish Defamation League, or whatever the heck it's called, is going to start coming after anybody that calls out even the Ashkenazi Jews. They're coming hard. So that's why I'm doing it even more, because I'm just telling, I'm sick and tired of this stuff. The lie sits within the Jewish state. They're not telling us who they really are. They've hidden under the cover of being Israelite Jews, which, by the way, there's no book of Jews. It's the book of Hebrews, just so I say it. And that's how they're hiding to use a biblical cover and a biblical precedent in a war that they're actively involved in creating to try to force the world into a war that will cover the crimes that they have been actively participating in. This is the core of what we're dealing with right now. So it is important that we spread this truth. And it is important that we get people to lift their eyes up from the dead pulpit, the pulpit that is doing things like raising money for, for, for Israel. How many times have I come across this? I roll my eyes. There are real Christians in Israel, and they have been constantly persecuted over this, increasingly persecuted over this last few years for being Christian in, in Israel. It doesn't make sense if you look at, the, at, at what we should be, but what it does make sense is when you look at the fact that Israel is little more than Pharisees now, and they have become that mentality, and they are no longer followers of Jesus. And it's pretty amazing when we think about where we are and how all the things that we've looked at and how it ultimately comes down to the simple text of the Bible. This is the war that has been there the whole time, the Son of God versus Satan and God versus Satan. And this is literally what we're witnessing, but it's taking the many forms because Satan has many agents of his armies. And Satan doesn't care if his armies waylay each other. It is all about rolling in the kingdom of darkness versus the competition of the kingdom of light. And unfortunately, part of one of Satan's greatest methods of, of moving this forward is to get people droned into the belief that Israel is some holy state, which, by the way, was bought and paid for by Rothschilds, that whole land. And they don't tell you what, how our founding fathers saw this land. Remember, when this country was started, Israel did not exist as it does today as a city. It only existed in texts. When our founding fathers started, founded the United States, it was considered to be the new Jerusalem. That's long past. We have been under siege for years with the same sort of thing that we're now witnessing in Israel. And we are looking at a captured state that's now using Christian scriptures to try to manipulate the reality of the narrative to incite a global world war. And we can't let it happen. It's that simple. Now, in our own system, we have the same challenges. They are seeing the same type of things rolling in. Let's talk about some of the things that have happened with Hamas, first of all. 
Hamas has used a variety of unconventional techniques to invade Israel. You heard that it used air, land, and sea to attack. So what did they do? When you think of that, most people will think of, well, like, do they have a big navy? Do they have a big air force? What do they have? Hamas has an enormous amount of rocketry. They've always had it. Much of this is coming from arsenals from Iran and Iraq. That would also probably be, if you follow the trails on that, you're going to find that lead to the American military-industrial complex and others around the world. Those rockets, they sent 2,500 rockets into Israel in the first on the major wave of attack, and then they send in the, the assault of Hamas. Hamas came in the form of using uh, paradrones, para which are parachutes with a motor on them. They flew in troops that way. They used rafts and motorized uh, zodiacs to land on the on the coast, and they put men on the ground. But here's the key: it's super important to get this. All the footage I've seen, soldier after soldier was equipped with a GoPro, and they had cell phones. This war from the get-go was designed to be a social media blitzkrieg to show the horrors of war and the assault on the Israelis and to start putting shock and awe into the minds of the people around the world. No different than the COVID con, only this time it's visceral and it's war. They want to show you overwhelming force, which it isn't. They want to show you the, the horrors of killing people, which they've done. They want to start threatening that they're going to mass kill citizens of Israel, which they're doing, and threatening anyway. All of this is designed to provoke an emotional and visceral reaction that says we must go to war. This is the same level of reaction that they got out of people in 9-11. And that's what they're trying to do now so that the public gets behind this fight, supports this fight. And it's no accident today that you actually had some Jewish group in New York trying to scream that we had to get Hamas out of the United States. All of this is set up to trigger dissent and, dis and separation in our country. Their war, I'll tell you like this, their war is their war as far as I'm concerned. And we can pray on it. If it was me, I'd say, ah, good folks, enjoy. Because this is a war that I know and we know that they have seeded and they've created for just this moment in time. Now, on the state side, we have other challenges going on. You notice that the land invasion by immigrants is the foundation for what they're doing. That's what's happened tonight in Israel when you start to see the Jerusalem and other cities are starting to explode because now the Arabs that have been brought in have been incited and inflamed. All this is emotional. I'll tell you what, I'm so sick and tired of emotionally un unhinged males. And they're all over the world because you all have had your, it's like they've been neutered or something. And they've just become little girls. And so they get all spun out of space. In fact, I think a little girl would have more mental stability than most of these men, especially when you get to the Middle East. And I've worked with them too much. They are just... They, they just go crazy when they get, all you have to do is say something wrong and they lose their mind. We need anchored people right now. And the United States needs measured and focused men to stay calm, to stay focused and stay in faith more than ever. But back to Israel, we're starting to see these immigrants that have moved in. They are starting to cause fights. They're fighting against the police. They're, they're, they're watching an infrastructure insurgency happening across every layer in the society, which is trying to tear Israel apart from the inside out. should sound familiar because that is what they've set the stage for here in the United States. And it's, they're setting the conditions for what could be, what will likely be a very similar condition here. The places they've hit the hardest in Israel started on the Gaza Strip. They went down and they took down the checkpoints. They've, bound, they've been able to use bulldozers to tear down the walls flood them in with, uh, with Hamas agents. Israel is now preparing to go and make major counterattacks. And all I'm telling you is for those that fan the flames of war, step back and take a breath. 
Remember who we are. We are the children of the Most High. We are not supposed to be here in the middle of stupid men's fights. We're stewards and we'll have an opportunity to step into the fight as necessary. But right now, that fight is their fight. Breathe and watch. Pray for them to, to find a place to accept Jesus in their life. And hopefully that will change them. And literally, that's what needs to happen. And you're going to need God's hand to change this thing because these fools are all about the frenzy of thousands of years and they want to kill themselves. They want to kill each other and they feed on it. They're like, if you've ever seen this sort of fighter, and I have, these people are like dogs tasting chicken blood. They go ravenously crazy. And that's because they're so emotionally and spiritually unhinged would be the right way of putting that. They need some Jesus, seriously. All right, before we go further, I want to talk to you about the other part of this, which is a looming threat which we face in this country based on food. And that's just a fact of the matter, whether you like it or not. We are dealing with a, a food as a weapon system in this time, and we have to make sure that nothing happens. So you have to consider that the unthinkable could and possibly will happen in this country, and that's a insurgency from within. And I don't think that's a an impossibility. I think it's increasingly a, a very quickly happening possibility. And that's why you keep seeing all these distractions. The smoke screens are trying to draw you away from the real fight that's here. So you have to make sure that you're equipped with emergency food. Bottom line, you've got to have emergency food plan. You've got to be have it ready. And that comes in multiple layers. At the foundation of your emergency food, food plan, you need to have long-term emergency food at the ready. You, when you say it, it, like they say, it's better that you have it and not need it, then not need it and not have it, or then to need it and not have it. I got that one wrong. Almost got it right. But you get my point. Here's the deal. Head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. There you're going to find My Patriot Supply, who is the nation's leader in emergency food storage, and they're going to have the My Patriot Supply three-month emergency food kit. Check it out. Get one for every member of your family. It's well-built. It comes with delicious meals. They provide over 2,000 calories a day, which gives you the optimum strength under stress, which is what you need. And you can stock up and have them on the ready in case something happens. And don't waste any time on this. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of these three-month emergency food kits. Get one for every member of your family. It gives you peace of mind. It gives you security. And you know that you're prepared no matter what happens. Now, Patriots, when we start to look on the domestic front, there's a lot of moving parts here that have to be well considered. And those parts are in the move right now with a lot of different things. And I want to start by giving you a piece from Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, a.k.a. Doc Chambers. Here you go. Let me try to tie in what's going on in the Middle East to the border. Two years ago when I was on the border, the information that was coming through where we already had about 10,000 Hamas or Hezbollah types in this country. We know that Hezbollah is tied to Venezuela and we have 10,000 at least this month Venezuelans that have come through. Many of those released from jails. So understand this, that this alligator that's closest to our canoe is tied to what's going on in the Middle East and on the most dangerous course of action that could possibly happen, those cells of, of individuals that are inside this country, possibly tied to the CCP, who is working with cartels on the southern side on the fentanyl trade and fentanyl laced with uh, a drug called Trank, which is a uh, horse tranquilizer. Those, those entities uh, in the most dangerous course of action will link up and conduct sabotage inside this country in the most dangerous. 
And most likely, there are already eyes and ears on the ground. Understand that. That's why we're doing what we're doing at the Remnant A team. This ain't no joke, folks. I remember downrange uh, first week in Iraq when the uh, first IED went off and uh, a buddy of mine looked at me laying on the ground as car parts were flying through the uh, air and landing all around us. And he looked over and said, Doc, this shit ain't no joke. It's like, you're absolutely right, Bubba. Like Forrest Gump and Bubba. But uh, all kidding aside, uh, this is no joke. All hands on deck. Any retired Green Berets, soft individuals, uh, look me up on my website, drpetechambers.com, drpetechambers.com. Uh, rotations down here on the border to help us out with the Remnant 18. We need you guys. Out. This is real, and I want you to be very clear that this is not intended to incite fear, and this is why we have worked so hard for the last four years, knowing very clearly that this moment in time would come. Right now, more than ever, you have to stay focused. And these, and these are your basic steps. We have this concept of a county-by-county county seven-tier model. That is your foundation. That gives you the focus on where you need to have your heart and your mind. Men, we've talked about this extensively, and I'm going to get right to the point. One of the worst things you can possibly be dealing with right now are addictions. I don't care whether it's drugs. I don't care whether it's porn. Break it. Make the commitment to God and get off of them. We need you to be focused right now. We need you to be energized. We need you to have your head in the game. Women, this is time now to start really focusing on the strength of the family. This is, you're going to be the backbone to men, and it's going to be important where we go forward. This is about building strong communities, and we're going to have to rely on our communities where we go. What Pete's talking about here is real. The idea of severing supply chains, severing communities, severing communications. And one of the reports that came out earlier today, and this actually comes right from Seth Holhouse, and this was the quote, and I'll, I'll read it to you. With as close to 100% confidence as possible, there will, be a terrorist, there will be terrorist attacks in the U.S. The attacks will come in waves for the next 14 months, hundreds of thousands of CT, CCP saboteurs, and at least a million terrorists are already here from Palestine, Yemen, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, Qatar, Lebanon, Iran, Somalia, etc., that does not even count the cartels. And they are very well funded. But in addition, the Biden administration with the UN has given them debt card, debit cards that are reloaded every month. Now you're starting to see where the money in Ukraine was going. It's going to create a fund on the back end to start funding these fools to, to operate aggressively in our soil. Our government is a tyranny, and they are treasonous that are up there. So I don't want to hear any more from people about having hope that somehow you're going to vote your way out of this. Every one of those corrupt fools in D.C. needs a hemp rope and needs to swing because they are all part of this. They all know about this, and they have done nothing to stop this. And that takes us right down to local county commissioners that have turned a blind eye to doing the right thing for America. Right now, we have to hold our, our, our line, literally. We have to get serious about working together as communities. We have to build those bridges, and we have to get very interest, very focused on making sure that in the communities you're prepared to work together and to overcome this. When you start to see these things happen in any country, what starts to happen is infrastructure falls and people turn to the police, but the police aren't going to be there when they start to have things fall apart. Some will, but most will go home to be and protect their family, which is normal. Build the relationships with your sheriff department in and outside of, of, their, of their office time. Make sure you know who's who in the zoo, so to speak. Know who you can count on and build your communities. 
This is very important to keep, to keep focused. We are in a, a moment in time where this country is going to be redefined, and it's going to be redefined by the American patriot, but at its core, it has to be solid discernment, and you have to have solid faith. I'm telling you that like every other soldier will tell you that. No one leaves a foxhole not believing in God. So this is important, and it is, it is a stressful moment for us to face if you haven't been preparing. And, and it is not a time to get stressed. It is a time to get focused. It is a time to stay focused in your community, your family, get solid in your home, and be wise and conscious about what you do. When this thing pops, and I don't really see, Pete and I spent four days together just this last week. I don't see any way that this is going to, he, neither does he. We are coming to a nexus point where it will pop just like you see in Israel. Where will it hit? More than likely, the places they will hit will be the big cities. But there's going to be disruptions. Now, on top of this, the government is already preparing for this because our government, let me say it again, just in case anybody's confused, is a tyrannical, satanic cult, just so we're clear about that. And what our government is doing right now is it is preparing to literally impose acts of, of tyranny against the United States, against its own citizens. And how are they doing it? It's called Declaration of National Emergency by Reason of Certain Terrorist Attacks. This is actually Proclamation 7463 that was passed on September 14th in 2001. What this allows them to do essentially is it allows them to start mass censoring and becoming the digital 1984 Machiavellian world or world of, of the future. This world that we're dealing with right now, they're going to try to start tracking people down that resist the tyrannical state. Those that oppose tyranny will now be targeted. And that's just the way it's going to be because our government has been doing it already and they know that they're complicit in these crimes. What's at the core of all of this is really what we need to be asking. And we all should know. It's their global crimes, not only of pilfering every bit of funds that were, what they've raped from the people's pocketbooks, but more importantly, it's the child sex trafficking that is on a global scale that is beginning to percolate up and be known. They need to cover this up. And as their systems careens towards total collapse, they have to have a way to cover their tracks erase the evidence, and ultimately reset the world on a global one-world order system. All the foundations for this have been laid for years. Thank you, George W. Bush, as one of the most aggressive ones on this, on this matter. So right now, as a nation, we have some major responsibilities to be looking at. You have to start thinking in terms of preparations, and you have to start thinking in terms of having an ability to sustain yourself for months as things can and could very well be heavily disrupted. Now a message to everybody in uniform that is now currently serving. You better anchor yourself on your oath. And I'm not going to play games with what I'm going to say. Every one of you out there that swore your allegiance to the oath, it is not doing the right thing to stand for America. You are now walking in the shadows of treason. And we will not forget. I don't care whether you're in the military. I don't care whether you're a cop. I don't care whether you're a sheriff. I don't care whether you're working on the border. Stay focused and get do what's right. Stop playing the administrative games because you're afraid you're going to lose your pension. You're afraid you're going to lose your job. Stand up and do the right thing. You know what to do. And it is time that you do it and time that we purge this country of these Satanist idiots that are trying to destroy this country from within. You have an obligation, all of you, to serve we the people because that is ultimately who writes your paycheck. 
and you're confusing your role currently with the idea that because your paycheck comes from some federal agency that you're obliged to them. You are obedient only to one, and that is God, and your second level is you're obedient to us, we the people. Defend that Constitution. You swore your oath to it, and that, that oath you swore is a sacred covenant with God. I would not want to be on the backside of that wrath because it's not just coming from we the people when we get hold of this. It's going to come from God Almighty himself. This is not a time to play. We are not going to play games. We are not going to tolerate treason. We will weather this storm because we are American patriots. And so if you've been doing the wrong thing, if you've been doing nothing on your job, if you've been complying to to regulations that are illegal, if you've been helping people get across the border, opening doors, allowing illegals in, if you have been any way trafficking or facilitating the movement of drugs, if you have been doing anything to protect illegals or protect criminals in this country, you will be found. And you will be held accountable by the will of we the people. And we will not forget. This is a critical time that our nation needs to come together and do the right thing. We have, the, we have more of us than we have of them. And all people have to do is to start doing the right thing by the way of God and this Constitution. To everyone else out here who has been working hard, diligently, raising your children, doing, these, doing the things that God leads you to do, stay focused on where you want God's message to be. This is truly a spiritual war. It will take many forms, but also have confidence in this. God will protect his children. So when you have a tough day and you're starting to have doubts, remember who we serve. We, we, serve, we serve the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. And if you don't understand that in your heart, then repent and come to Jesus. I'm not playing. I sat in front of a church last night and gave them a very tough message. And at the end, I reminded them, I said, listen, there's no time to waste. You need to accept Christ in your life. You need to accept that and do that in, in, as we do that and start living a, a way that you start understanding that our God is calling his people. And it's, I don't care whether you can hear him or not. Trust me, God's speaking and he's speaking loud. So get yourself right with Christ you need to come to Jesus, and then, like I just did with 80 men we of the last week, we baptized 80 men this last week. That was 100 people we did at Bards Fest, and at a men's camp of 120 or 130, we call, I stepped up and said, I want to know who wants to get baptized because you're in a new place in your life, and 80 men stepped up, and we baptized them last week. So make the commitment, make the covenant with God, and get up and fight like a soldier under the banner of Christ. This is how we get this right, because ultimately this is at the core, no matter what you hear in the news, no matter what you do, this is a spiritual war. And God is moving bigly, and there's no question about it. I wish everybody could see how big God is moving, but unfortunately people get buried into the fear, the, the nonsense, the belief that somehow this is a, everything's going to fall apart. Things are going to be shaken, and what you see and what is not made in, in the solidness of the rock of faith will collapse but we are already seeing the fruits of those things that have taken root deeply in a strong faith. We are seeing the heroes step up. We are seeing the fighting men of valor step into the line. We are seeing the mighty men of God starting to appear on the scene. Do not question that. Lean into it and commit to it. I'm going to hit it one more time because it is so important. We need men. We need men to stand up and we need men to start getting a backbone. And it doesn't just happen. Men have been beat down. And much of the beating down has come from just bad life. I'm telling you, I need, we need men to repent, break off of their addictions. There's so many people addicted to porn and drugs. It just knocks me out of the world. And alcohol. Break it. Stop playing games. Get real. Lean in. And accept Christ 
and get yourself ready as a warrior under the banner of Christ. This is the time and this is the hour. It's very serious. Now, I want to play another clip here because this is to kind of give you the attempts of convolution we're going to be dealing with. Take a listen to this. This information is so hard to find, so here's what I did find. In May of 2016, the USA approved a set of principles that give the green light for UN peacekeeping troops and police to use force to protect citizens in armed conflict, but the agreement doesn't specify where, so it could just be all over American soil. It has long been discussed that the people of America would win a war against the police and the military, and it's been long considered that the UN should embed themselves, embed themselves within our borders for when the day of conflict comes to reinforce the police and the military. They literally, they literally lay it out. They literally lay it out. So how long do you think it'll be before they start rolling out the uniforms? Keeping in mind that in the state of Illinois, if you have a worker's permit, you can apply to be a police officer starting in January of 2024. You can be law enforcement if you're an illegal immigrant in the state of Illinois. But do not worry, do not worry. These are for peacekeeping relations only. They just wanna make sure that civilians don't overrun the police and the military in order to maintain the peace that we are all experiencing in the great old country of the United States of America. That was set up actually at the end of the Obama administration when they made the treaty to allow the UN to set up operational headquarters in many of the, many of the police headquarters. This is happening. I just noticed somebody said here, 40,000 foot view. All right, folks, I'm just going to get straight up and real. Your local community is your responsibility. And I'm not going to sit here and dictate to you what you have to do locally. We have gone over things for 2,560 plus episodes of talking about the various things that can happen. At this point in time, if you need a field manual, a digital field manual, you've got 2,560 plus episodes of, of content to go from. Right now, the focus is truly on the bigger picture that we need to be at. And we have to be getting everybody on board with where the headset has to be. Locally, those are tactics and techniques that you're going to have to have pulled from at this point in time. We'll get into them some, but the point is that right now, we have a bigger mission ahead of us. And that big mission ahead of us is truly we have to get people ready and equipped mentally, spiritually, and in their heart for what's coming. We're not going to have time for people having a bad day. You're not going to have time for people having all depression that the world's going to end. You're not going to have time for people having doubt that we're going to win. You fight from victory and you achieve greater victory. And this is truly where we are at. So stay focused right now. These are going to be some stressful times. Minimize your media intake because all this media is designed specifically to create fear, anger, hatred, division within you. It's stirring your heart deeply. Don't let it. Take a step back to stay focused on where we're going and stay remember whom we serve. That's the biggest part of this. Once you embrace that peace, there's nothing ahead of you that you have to worry about. We serve our God. We have our love of our family equal to our love in Christ. And we know that if we are called, we will do whatever the Lord needs us to do. End of story. And we are not of this world. We are here as stewards of this world. And in this hour, we're being called to be stewards, guardians, protectors, and soldiers of this world. And so let's get ready. Encourage those that work in the government that have lost their way, that think that they need to protect their paycheck than, better, rather than serve the, the Constitution. Get people awake and aware of what's going on. This is time to prepare. And if we stand together and stand united, we're going to overcome this very quickly. Their whole role is to divide and conquer. That's what they always do. And the part of this is these infiltration techniques that they're using from the law enforcement on down. But most importantly, 
do not comply with illegal orders. You have no obligation to do so. You are a citizen of the United States. You have laws given to you by our creator, not them. We are not functioning under legislative law. We are functioning under the law of God. And when we get that clear, they can pound sand as we stand mightily in kingdom and we take this country back. But all gloves are off now. Bottom line, prepare. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we come to you today humbled, honored, and blessed to be in this hour. We know that you have selected us over this time and this age for just such a time as this. And as we sit before the cloud of witnesses that we know now are literally smiling and being with us, as hard as that is for people to realize, we are in an age right now of the transitions of ages that literally is the mighty age of the victory and glory of kingdom on this earth. Father, we pray tonight for those that have a a trembling heart, for those that feel the anxiety, the fear that the media is pumping at them to take a breath, to breathe in the Holy Spirit, and to give themselves anchor and confidence of whom we serve. For we serve the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, and we know where victory lies. So, Father, in this hour, we ask for a blessing across this nation, a blessing of calmness, a blessing of focus, a blessing of discernment a blessing that will lead us now to the mighty victory that's necessary to purge this evil from this land, to reset this nation on the foundation of the rock of faith, to serve you, Father, as the one true God of this world and this nation, and to ultimately make government subordinate to our will. Guide us, protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, whatever you do, breathe in, breathe in the Holy Spirit, take a breath, chill, turn to God and say thank you. The end of the day, no matter how tough it may seem, he's got you and don't forget. But the rest of the world, yeah, it's going to burn a bit. We're going to see it happen here. But stay focused, most of all. Don't let your fears, don't let your angers, don't let your hatred, don't let your anxieties interrupt. Stay focused and put your eyes on Jesus and know that we're walking with him and this is a glorious hour for us to be. This is the hour of our calling and our awakening, and it is fantastic. This enemy will fail. We will decisively destroy them, rout them, and run them out of this country, and we will purge them forever. And we will purge them, and we will hold those that did this accountable, and there will be no one that will escape this. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you later tonight. For Fishers, watch for a floating time. It's probably going to be closer to 11 p.m. Eastern or Pacific. Sorry. I'm working a deliverance conference all week, and so we've got night night programs to do, or night work to do as well. So, but look for the programs; they'll be there. A little bit of a flexible schedule all week long. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. 
but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 